Hi, greetings from Bondec. I'm Charlotte Wood, and with me is Miss Jamie Bauer. Hi, Jamie. Hello. Um, and this is our 17th episode. This is how to help your young child prepare for school. So we often get questions from parents or even parents of infants mm -hmm. who are interested in what they can do to help their young child get ready for an academic life. Um, and sometimes those things don't necessarily prepare um, or look to prepare their child for academics, but they are really important skills that are mm -hmm. helping their child get ready for academics and get ready for the independent learning that happens not only in a Montessori school, but for the rest of their academic life and right. for the rest of their whole life. Yeah. Um, and so I thought we would talk with our resident expert on youngest life, yeah. Mrs. Jamie Bauer. Um, and so um, what can you tell us about um, getting ready, even um, from the earliest skills of things like talking together? Right. Um, getting ready for school happens from day one. Um, the way you interact with baby and as your baby grows, all of the things that you do, the things you talk about, the things you experience together, um, these are stepping stones to get ready for school. So, um, we love to talk to babies. Yes. We love to get that response. Yeah. Um, children watch your mouth, even from infancy, mm -hmm. and try to recreate those movements. Yep. So that's helping them get ready for communication. It is. Um, and we live in um, a communal world where um, yep. verbal communication is necessary. So that emotional connection mm -hmm. with communication is so important. Yeah. Um, so can you talk a little bit about baby talk? Absolutely. Um, baby talk is obviously when you're talking to your baby and everyone is just attuned to talking to their baby with love and kindness and excitedness. And so this talking is so good for your baby. And um, actually newborns have eyes that are trained to see like mouth level. And so it's so important to be close to your baby and to talk to them and to be excited. And you can talk about everything. Um, in our training, we talked about even as you're getting dressed, you can talk about, oh, your pinky is stuck inside of your coat sleeve. And to just repeat as needed and to talk through as many detailed things as you want to. Um, and as your baby starts to babble and mimic your sounds, it's great to have a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. um, it makes them eager to talk more and to babble more. Mm -hmm. And the more that you respond to them, the more they're going to keep doing it. And sooner than later, those babbles will turn into words and those words will turn into conversations. Sure. And that all started at infancy. Sure. Yeah. But, um, you think of this at, like in the car yes. when you're going somewhere. Mm -hmm. You hear this um, little voice talking back to you. Yeah. And to, you can have a conversation about anything. Absolutely. Conversation about your day. Yeah. Conversation about things you're passing. Um, and um, it's also important to um, respond to their gestures um, for instance, you're looking a book together mm -hmm. and, um, you're looking at a book and your child is pointing at something. Yeah. What could you do in that kind of situation? You can, depending on the age of your child, you can identify the picture or object. Um, and as they become more vocal, you can say, what's that? Mm -hmm. What do you see? Mm -hmm. And, um, when they get to the point where they can say dog or house, then you can say, what does the house look like? Or sure. what is the dog doing? And you're just able to help them build up and, 
um, build up that language as much as they can. Yeah. yeah. So there's increasing levels of ability. Right. As your child grows, you're responding to that mm-hmm. um, by your own reaction growing. Yes. Um, as the child gets older, um, those are the same kind of things that we would um, help a child with for reading comprehension. Right. So as like visual comprehension, mm-hmm. um, what is that? Yeah. It's a dog. Uh, what is the dog doing or what color is the dog? Yes. Those are the same kind of things that you might do with a four or a five-year-old exactly. with not a picture, mm-hmm. but a phrase that they've read or a sentence or a yes. page that they've read. Um, so that really nicely mimics um, yeah. for a really young child something that's going to be academically valuable later. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, what kind of vocabulary can you use with a young child? Everything. <laughs> Um, Not to put too broad yes. concept on it, but... But, yeah, it's great as children are young to use, I mean, a simple vocabulary, but detailed. And mm-hmm. so you can talk about your coat or whatever. And is it fluffy? Is it soft? Is it is it red? Mm-hmm. I mean, and you can give them as much as you want to. And the more you give them, the more they'll have stored up um, in their minds, and eventually it'll come to verbalization. And, sure. Yeah. Sure. So don't be afraid of don't using grown-up syntax. Exactly. And we have talked about before how yeah. we call the dirt in the in the classrooms, we call it debris, yeah. and we're sweeping up debris with our dustpan. Yeah. And, or somebody needs their raincoat and somebody else is putting on a parka. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fantastic. Um, so play is really important. Yes. Um, what kind of play can you do with even an infant? Yeah. Um, as they're, when they're really young, I mean, it's a lot of just like cooing with them Mm -hmm. and, um, as they swat, kind of giving them things to swat at or Mm -hmm. things to snuggle with. And, um, eventually their hands will start moving. And so then you give them things like rattles that make noise and balls that they can grasp. Um, and, and wiggle so, after as yep. that motor development starts. Exactly. Yep. Um, and so we just kind of watch them as they grow and give them things that are matching their development. And so as they start to move, we take away things that become obstacles, like like maybe a coffee table in the middle mm-hmm. of the ri- living room is hard sure. for them to crawl around. Or um, as they begin walking, things like that yeah. become a deterrent for them. Yeah. And so we just, we let them play with whatever is available and watch them as they grow. Mm-hmm. Um, what about going um, and being in different environments Oh, yes. Together? So important. Um, not, not only in terms of language, but when you're at the park, you can talk about things you see, but also you get to feel new things mm-hmm. and look at new things. And so there's grass and there's wood chips and mm-hmm. all sorts of new experiences to help yeah. them get adapted to new environments. Yeah. So moments for new vocabulary, obviously, of swing yes. or going to the zoo, seeing pandas, right? Um, but also um, a larger space to walk in mm-hmm. or a whole field to crawl through. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, so there are outside environments to be in, but um, how about their inside environment? How about, um, for instance, a child's bedroom? Right. Um, and we love the idea of a floor bed in the mm-hmm. Montessori community. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that allows a child to really at an early age start their independence. Mm-hmm. Um, because the child who's not rolling is not going to move out of bed. Yeah. Um, but as the child begins to roll and crawl and scoot, we can have toys available for them that 
they can get off of their floor bed and start to independently play. And this gives them such confidence um, that they don't need you. They don't have to cry or yell or do whatever <laughs> it takes to get your attention. Yeah. They can they can play and entertain themselves until you're available. Sure. And to create that independence is really great for children who are going to come to a Montessori school, but mm-hmm. for anybody mm-hmm. to have that kind of confidence is really great. Sure. And um, I imagine that if you're not waiting for somebody to come get you, um, mm-hmm. there's also a level of um, comfort with with being quiet. Exactly. The comfort with the stillness. Yep. So that's an important thing um, to learn for young children. Uh, yes. that it's okay to be a little bit bored. That's exactly. You start to look for something yep. to engage you. Um, so, um, how about, um, helping out at home? Yes. And this is something that especially young children want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, we start a lot of our toddlers with practical life activities because Mm -hmm. they want to mimic mom and dad so Mm -hmm. badly. And so having opportunities available for them to help out, um, with things like setting the table or cleaning up the spill, um, moving the laundry from the washer to the dryer, anything that they can do that they see their mom and dad doing or their big brother or sister doing allows them to build up confidence and to have a real hands-on experience of their world. Mm-hmm. And how about, um, how can children help themselves at home? Yeah. Um, well, we give them what they need to help themselves. And mm-hmm. so we have talked a lot about a space that is available for them, like low counters, mm-hmm. low things that are low and accessible to them. Um, But they can, they can help themselves at a young age with like feeding. Mm -hmm. So if you give them food at their level, they can start to help with eating. And then they can start to help with like zipping. If we see them um, pulling at their zipper, you can let them try. And same goes for like making their bed. If Mm -hmm. they, they start to show interest in pulling that blanket up, then by all means, let them and um, just see how much they can do. And once they get stuck, you can be there to help them. And yeah. Um, are there any um, games that you'd recommend for a child who's on the cusp of speaking? Oh, yeah. So um, anything yeah. that you um, might be fun for a family playing at Right. Um, I know there are lots of language cards available um, just for the public. And so a lot of what we do in the classroom is we have different objects and we identify those objects, but to even have picture cards of different things they see, like a picture of a shirt or a coat or pants, mm-hmm. um, and to play maybe like a memory game, like let's turn them all over, which can you find the shirt? Sure. Can you find the coat? Mm-hmm. Or to play those games when they're getting dressed. Now let's put on a sock mm-hmm. and you could make anything into a game. Yeah. I imagine you could also do that um, with photos of family members. Yes, that's great. Photos of family members yep. who might be living nearby or mm-hmm. ones who you only get to see every once in a while. Yes. Um, or activities like sorting. Yes. Finding things that are red. Yeah. Or um, sorting um, different shapes. Mm-hmm. So. Awesome. Thank you so much for speaking with us, um, Mrs. Bauer. You're welcome. See you next time.